business class listeners, you're tuned in to Wisco Weekly. Southern Call, Southern Call, and the song Hell or High Water. Southern Call is a little duo comprised of Sierra Luis and Sean Trainer. They're a blend of Cali and North Carolina, Southern California and North Carolina, currently residing in Nashville, Tennessee. But that is Southern Call. Check them out on Spotify. Business class, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Wisco Weekly. I'm your host, Dennis Wisco. And on today's episode, let's, let's, let's get into something a little personal. E-bikes. I'm an e-biker. That's right. Call me all the nasty names, as you will. A sellout to the normal bicycle community. But you know what? Before you do, I've earned my stripes, my friends. I used to compete, although like amateur competing, in triathlons for about five or six years. And I had myself a nice triathlon road bike, racing bike, actually. Spent spent about two grand for the bike. It was a giant OCR, if I recall. But then I upgraded and I got these racing wheels. Why? So I can finish in the top 100 of all the amateurs, not even of the professionals. But you, if you've done triathlons, you know that it's, it's a very addictive endeavor activity with a lot of personalities that get so diehard about that, that sport. And I was one of them but it does require a lot of training. But then recently, my wife and I decided that, hey, we need to do some new activities here. And I'm sure you've probably seen this around you where at the start of the pandemic, a lot of people weren't driving about, kind of locked in their homes. And so one of the things that people were starting to get, probably more towards the summer, summer of 2020, people were buying a lot of e-bikes. And I must say, I I was one of the, I was very judgmental initially of e-bikes. I did not think that e-bikes were going to be that great. I thought that e-bikes were a way of cheating. However, however, after riding an e-bike and specifically a friend of mine, a neighbor of mine's e-bike, I'm like, you know what? This is it's not too bad. And specifically, specifically. If you look at it from the standpoint of what is the purpose or the functionality, what is what are what are its uses for you? 
And that was the one thing that I came around and the reason why I ended up getting an e-bike. The e-bike I decided to get was the Pedego. It's a class two bike, and I'll get into the definitions of uh, the different classes of e-bikes. It's a class two e-bike, which has pedal assist and throttle. It can go about approximately 30 to 60 miles on using the battery. It's a heavy bike. It probably weighs close to about, I mean, I think without the battery, it weighs about 55 pounds. It's meant for more urban commuting. The tires are definitely more closer to that of a road bike than a mountain bike. But it's, you know, they're not slicks. The tires aren't slicks. So anyhow, I got this cool little e-bike. My wife got an e-bike. We both have e-bikes. We've been doing a little bit of biking. And boy, we're being introduced to a whole new world. And one of those worlds is e-bike policy and e-bike courtesy. Hmm. Hmm. So I want to share with you some of the particular rides that we've been on, and then and then we'll start getting into a little bit more of the of the denser aspects of e-bike culture. So first off. There, here in California, Southern California, Orange County, there are a good number of trails. Those trails are ideal for hiking. Those trails are ideal for mountain bikes. But apparently one of the things that I'm coming across are all these trails have signs that do not allow e-bikes on those trails. So that's got me thinking, why is that? And we'll get, I'll get into that in just a minute. But the other thing that I'm noticing is with so many people now getting on these e-bikes, and for someone who's come from the triathlon world, in which when you come from the triathlon world, it definitely is a sport and a culture where you are taught the rules of the road. So I do feel like there's some good habits that I've developed as a result of training for triathlons. However, as I've been going on these roads and on these paved bikeways and on these riverbed trails, not a whole lot of courtesy, not a whole lot of folks that know what are the rules of the road. What, are, what is courtesy? For instance, and you guys are going to hate me for this, but there was one time I'm biking on this paved pathway. There is a separated, you know, dotted line that separates the right from the left. And my wife and I are biking along and, you know, probably about 50 yards ahead of us. We see a kid who's also on a bike, not an e-bike, just a bike. And he's also on the, well, it would be our right side. He was basically in our lane. And as we were getting closer, he still would not budge over to his right side. And finally, once we got like literally face to face with this kid, we eventually had to just veer off to the left 
right? That's, that's, that's where you pass people is to the left. The kid did not know which side of the road to be on. So he was in our way. Okay, Dennis, you're quite the high-maintenance derelict. Why don't you just let the kid go? Okay, fine, fair enough. How many times, though, has it happened where my wife and I are just going for joy rides, and there's many other e-bikers just zooming past us? Are they calling out on your left? No, they're not. No, they are not. That is like one of the most basic rules of the road, courtesies of the road, I should say, when riding bikes. So there was this one Facebook group. God, you got to love Facebook groups. There's this one Facebook group that I came across, and it, the timing of, of that Facebook group and the discussions in that Facebook group along with this episode, we're just so coincidental. And in this episode, or, or, or in that Facebook group, they started talking about e-bikes, and a woman was complaining that basically she was almost ran over, and then all of a sudden, of course, that stirred the pot of everyone else in this Facebook group. And as you can see here, I'm going to read a few of the comments. I'm not going to read all of them. There's a... Facebook user that says, I'll ride my e-bike, I'll ride my e-bike on the sidewalks. I'm careful to slow to almost a stop if I come to any pedestrians I pass, which is unusually, which is usually none, and do ring a loud bell. It's just safer on the sidewalk and not always a bike lane. I avoid riding in crowded places and mostly go on the bike trails. E-bikes are great. Very civil. Another user, stay off the sidewalks. They are called sidewalks for a reason. Notice the word walk. <laughs> so, so these are the kinds of comments that we're coming at. Let me read you a few more. Let's face it. Our sidewalks are simply not wide enough for electric bikes and pedestrians. I agree with the license suggestion. We must have one for an electric scooter. So... But at the very least, they should yell on your left or something. Another comment. Pedestrians have the right of way, not bikes. Bikes belong in the bike lane. If these kids know what they were doing, then they'll be fine. Remove the bubble wrap. And as a response to that comment, someone else wrote, it's the drivers that aren't paying attention that worry me. In 20 minutes riding in the bike lane, I had four cars almost... Hit me and my daughter. Drivers don't pay attention. The safety of the children should be more important than who has the right of way. So these are the kinds of topics that are top of mind to a lot of citizens of cities that have now been indoctrinated into this e-bike culture that has taken on, you know, that has taken on these cities by storm. And really... Again, there's not a whole lot of people that know basic bike courtesy. And then on, a, on, the, on the bigger side, the, the rules of the road. So what are the rules of the road? Now, business class, you'll have to forgive me here. Because I am based in California, a lot of the things I'm going to be bringing up are based, you know, these are policies based in California. So specifically, 
I'm going to be citing from the California Vehicle Code from as stated by the Department of Motor Vehicles. Now, I imagine you can go to your Department of Motor Vehicles in your state and look up these rules of the road. So first off, let's start off with a clarification here. Maybe we can even do this as a quiz. Let me ask it as a quiz to you. Do you think an e-bike is a motor vehicle? I'll give you a couple seconds. Do you think an e-bike is a motor vehicle? The California Vehicle Code 24016B says a person operating an electric bicycle is not subject to the provisions of this code relating to financial responsibility, driver's licenses, registration, and license plate requirements, and an electric bicycle is not a motor vehicle. California Vehicle Code 24016. What is an e-bike? There was an assembly bill passed in 2015-16, right around there. 2015, Assembly Bill 1096. And it changed the definition of a motorized bicycle. Whereas before, a motorized bicycle was essentially things that were like a moped or a two-wheel or three-wheel device. Assembly Bill 1096 in California changed the definition or modified the definition of a motorized bicycle to essentially create a separate class of motorized bicycles called e-bikes. So e-bikes now are their own category. And so what is an e-bike? California Vehicle Code 312.5. An electric bicycle is a bicycle equipped with fully operable pedals and electric motor of less than 750 watts. A Class 1 electric bicycle or low-speed pedal-assisted electric bicycle is a bicycle equipped with a motor that provides assistance only when the rider is pedaling and that ceases to provide assistance when the bicycle reaches the speed of 20 miles per hour. The pedal assist bike is really one of the greatest joys of e-bikes, because especially when you're going up hills, and again, you're not looking for this e-bike to get a workout, and that was the big decision for me. My wife was definitely going to get an e-bike. There was no doubt about that. I was contemplating getting an e-bike, or I was contemplating getting a mountain bike and then buying some road tires for it or getting, you know, some sort of hybrid. And one of the reasons for it was, you know, I I was thinking, do I want to get the workout? If I want to get the workout, then I want to get, then I'm going to get the mountain bike or I'll get the hybrid bike. And that way I'm fully in charge of the bike. I can climb hills. I can get the full workout. But you know what? I said, I wasn't looking for the workout anymore. I do actually enough things that in terms of my, physical mobility, I think I'm, I think I have that taken care of. So the pedal assist is a class one electrical is a a class one electric bike goes to a top speed of 20 miles per hour, or at least that is what your pedal assist can help you with once you go above 20 miles per hour. So let's say if you're going downhill, your pedal assist is turned off a class two electric bicycle or low speed throttle assisted electric bicycle is a bicycle equipped 
with a motor that may be used exclusively to propel the bicycle and that is not capable of providing assistance when the bicycle reaches the speed of 20 miles per hour. So the class two bike is a pedal assist and a throttle and a throttle assist, which is the one that I have, which is the Pedego. So I could, I could simply pedal the bike. And then when it reaches, you know, the way that these, these e-bikes work is it's uh, it's some sort of torque sensing. So depending on how much power I'm putting on that pedal, then all of a sudden the, uh, the motor of the battery kicks in, right? And then all of a sudden I get pedal assist. Well, now if I don't want to do pedal assist at all, then I can simply use the throttle that's on the bike and just rev it. And then I can propel myself forward and I can go up to 20 miles per hour. A class three electric bicycle or speed pedal assisted electric bicycle is a bicycle equipped with a motor that provides assistance only when the rider is pedaling and that ceases to provide assistance when the bicycle reaches the speed of 28 miles per hour. And it must be equipped with a speedometer. So a class three bike is a pedal assist bike, but it can go up to 28 miles per hour. So that, those are the definitions of an e-bike. Now, let's talk about some other rules of the road. Again, let's use this as a quiz here. Do you have to wear a helmet when you ride an e-bike? Mm. Do you have to wear a helmet when you ride an e-bike? The answer is actually quite complicated. Not fully complicated. It's, it's, it's a multi-pronged answer here. I should have asked it in another way. If you are 18 years and older, do you have to wear a bike helmet when you bike? The answer is no. California Vehicle Code 21212. A person under 18 years of age, under 18 years of age, shall not operate a bicycle, a non-motorized scooter, or a skateboard, nor wear inline or roller skates, nor ride upon, ride upon a bicycle, a non-motorized scooter, or a skateboard as a passenger upon a street bikeway as defined in Section 890 of the Streets and Highway Code or any other public bicycle path or trail unless that person is wearing a properly fitted and fastened bicycle helmet that meets the standards of either the American Society for Testing and Materials or the United States Consumer Product Safety Commission. So essentially, if you are under the age of 18, you are not to operate a bicycle unless you are wearing a helmet. Now, that's what the rule says. In training for a triathlon, and especially when you're using a road bike and you are especially biking on the road and you might hit speeds of 20, 25 miles per hour on your bike, it is advantageous and it is for your own personal health that you should be wearing a helmet. So you should wear a helmet, although it is not required for you to wear a helmet if you are above the age of 18. However, however, 
if you have a class three electric bike, the pedal assist that goes 28 miles per hour, then you must wear a helmet. And also, for those parents out there, a person under the age of 16 years shall not operate a class three electrical bicycle. A person shall not operate a class three electrical bicycle or ride upon a class three electrical bicycle as a passenger unless that person is wearing a properly fitted and fastened bicycle helmet. So again, if you have a class three bike, you need a helmet. If you are under the age of 16, you are not allowed to ride a class three bike. So then what's the rule on the sidewalk? Can e-bikes go on sidewalks? There is no specified rule in California that says e-bikes are not permitted on sidewalks. However, what the California Vehicle Code does say is it does grant power to the local agencies for them to enact their own ordinances. California Vehicle Code 21207. This chapter does not prohibit local authorities from establishing, by ordinance or resolution, bicycle lanes separated from any vehicle, vehicular lanes upon highways other than state highways as defined in Section 24 of the Streets and Highways Code and county highways established pursuant to Article 5. Bicycle lanes established pursuant to this section shall be constructed in compliance with Section 891 of the Streets and Highways Code. Essentially, what this is saying, a state, a city, a local agency has the power to say that bikes, e-bikes are not permitted on sidewalks. But for the purposes of the California Vehicle Code, you're allowed to ride on the sidewalk. Can the same powers prevent an e-bike from riding on trails? Yes, they can. California Vehicle Code 21207.5. A motorized bicycle or class 3 electric bicycle. Oh, actually, there you go. So it's a motorized bicycle, which is, again, a moped, a two-wheeler, three-wheel, or a class 3 electrical bicycle, shall not be operated on a bike path or trail, bikeway, bicycle lane established pursuant to Section 21207, equestrian trail, unless it is within or adjacent to a roadway or unless the local authority or the governing body of a public agency having jurisdiction over the path or trail permits by ordinance that operation. What does that mean? That means if you have a class three bike, you are not allowed to ride on bike trails, pathways, hiking trails, unless the governing body, maybe it's the, or, you know, for me, it would be the Orange County Recreational Park Authority. I think that's what they're called. They can override this California vehicle code. If you have a class two bike, or a class one bike, you're technically allowed to ride on a bike path or a trail, but you can have the local agency override California Vehicle Code 21207.5. It's kind of interesting. 
I don't, you know, just a little bone to pick. I, I really don't, you know, in the, on the trails over here where I'm at, there are specific signs that do not allow e-bikes and they don't distinguish between class one, two, and three. It just says no e-bikes allowed, no e-bikes allowed on the trails. And that's, that's baffled me a bit because I don't understand why it is that an e-bike cannot ride on these trails. And as a matter of fact, going on one of the rides recently, we had ran into a park ranger. Park ranger basically told us that we're not allowed to ride on this bike path, so we had to turn around. And I was a bit baffled, which is why I wanted to look this stuff up. And in not trying to pick a fight, but I just wanted to know what he was going to say. I had asked, why is it that an e-bike cannot ride on this trail? Give you a moment to think about what he might have said to me. He said, these trails aren't equipped for that kind of technology. What? What? Again, I'm, I'm not going to toss this guy under the bus. I'm not going to hold his feet to the fire. I was more curious to hear what he had to say because I presume there's been directives coming down to him on what are the policies that surround e-bikes on these trails. And if his answer to me was, these trails are not designed for this type of technology, I'm lost. There's a lack of education going on amongst the Orange County Park Authority, if that's the answer. So here, let's, let me ask you another question here. Here's a quiz. Oftentimes you may see bikers riding in a bike lane and they may need to go diagonally essentially, or they need to make a left. So what a biker can do is they can essentially make a 90 degree turn, right? Where you're, you go straight and you cross the crosswalk one way. And then you do a 90 degree turn to the left and then you cross the crosswalk the other way. So then you can go on the road that you're or go in the direction you want to go. Now, as when I used to ride a road bike and some of the more experienced riders I would go with, what would they do? They would simply go from the bike lane and then they would start to move over a couple lanes until they got into the left-hand turn lane. Can a bike regardless if it's an e-bike or not, can a person operating a bike travel on the road to make a left-hand turn? California Vehicle Code 21202. Any person operating a bicycle upon a roadway at a speed less than the normal speed of traffic moving in the same direction at the time shall ride as close as practical to the right-hand curb or edge of the roadway except under any of the following situations. So what this is saying initially is that you want to be traveling in the same direction of traffic and you want to be moving at a speed that is normal, you know, somewhat with the speed of traffic, and you want to be traveling as far to the right as possible, and that's ultimately where the bike lane is, except Except, item number two, when preparing for a left turn at an intersection or into a private road or driveway. 
I indeed did this when I was traveling on my road bike, going on for a little joy ride. I went over to, from the bike lane to the left-hand turn lane. It just so happened who was also, who, who was also there at the front of the pack, a police officer on a bike. And we exchanged a pleasant, Hey, how you doing? A little nod of the head, but he didn't say anything to me. He didn't pull me over. I don't even know if he knew exactly what the rules were. I've only done that many a times because I would always go out with other experienced riders and they would do it, but I didn't know that there was actually compliant, you know, we, what we were doing was compliant. And according to California Vehicle Code 21202, you are allowed to make a left-hand turn on a road, and that's that. So those are some of the rules of the road. That's not all of them. Here, here I'll give you one more. Here, here, here's another quiz. Can you wear earphones when on your bike? Can you wear earphones, headphones? California Vehicle Code 27400. A person operating a motor vehicle or bicycle may not wear a headset covering, earplugs in, or earphones covering, resting on, or inserted in both ears. Both ears. So you can wear it in one, but you can't wear it in both. And again, this makes sense. This makes sense, people. It's not like you know, this is where there's common sense that has to take over at some point. You don't want to wear earbuds in both ears, especially if you're traveling on the road, and especially if there's people actually calling out on your left, you need to be able to hear that. So I want to pass down for you some tips that I've learned along the way, and this is by no means a comprehensive list, but hopefully for you other e-bikers out there, or for those of you that are thinking about getting an e-bike, you can keep this in mind. Or, oh, oh, here's the big one. Here's the big one. Maybe it's not you that's getting an e-bike. Maybe you're getting one for your kid. Oh, parents, please. Parents, please. Just like if you were to get them a car and you have to show them what, what's driving etiquette and courtesy? What are the rules? You have to do the same when you give your child a bike. You have to do it. Here are some tips that I've enumerated here, and there's only seven of them. First thing, and this is the big one, and it's an easy one, and it's an obvious one. When you pass, you pass on the left. And you say, on the left. I literally was doing this so many times. Normally when my wife and I ride, she rides in front of me. I'm in right in back of her. And I, I'm always checking in the back to see who's coming up and passing. You know, it's not like my wife and I are racing. We're just going on a little jaw ride. So there's definitely people that are passing us. And uh, seriously, no joke. 90% of the time, the people that pass us never say on your left. And so what do I do? As they start to pass me, I, I yell in front of me, hey, babe, on your left. And I'm kind of a derelict about it. And I do that intentionally. So if you are passing, you pass on the left and you say 
on the left, so the other person that's ahead of you knows that you're passing. Second tip. When you ride, you ride towards the right side of the road or the path or the trail. So again, in that anecdotal story I told you earlier where he had a, a kid, he's, I don't know, I couldn't even tell you how old he is, early, you know, probably 11, 12 years old. I don't think he was a teenager. He's too small to be a teenager. He was riding on the left side, his left side, our right side. So that's an easy one. R ride towards the right side of the road. Tip number three. This is kind of a, a unique one. Especially if you are wearing pants when you ride. You want to roll up that right pant leg right up to right about your knee. Just, just right under your knee. And you may see bikers do this already. And you're like, why the hell does that person have his pant leg folded up towards his knee. There's really two reasons for it. The first one, the main one, is you don't want any loose clothing to get caught up on your chain. Ooh, that, that's, that could be a very, very bad accident. So that's why you roll up your, your pant leg. Some people even use like a rubber band, actually. If they don't roll up their, their pant leg, They'll use a rubber band so that their that pant leg stays tight around their leg so it doesn't flap around and it won't get caught up on that chain. Another reason why people would roll up their pant leg is potentially when you go over water, well, your chain can get wet. That chain, as it's spinning that water around, that can like get on your calf and it's much easier to get grease and dirt off your skin than it is off your clothes. So just know that. Tip number four, and I just talked about this, do not wear earbuds in both ears. Again, especially for the e-bikers like myself who practice good etiquette when we're saying on your left, I can't tell you there's been a few times that some people get very much frightened when I'm like on your left and I'm yelling it because I know they have their earbuds in and they get frightened and it's like, look, I'm helping you out. Don't get too frightened. If you weren't wearing in both ears, you would hear this stuff better. Tip number five, yield to pedestrians. Always yield to pedestrians. Now, there are... I will say this, that is always the general rule of thumb, right? I will say that there are times that you will see signs on the bike path that has pedestrians yielding to bikers. It can happen. But for the most part, yield to pedestrians almost always. And again, just even... If you're unsure, just slow down, and I'm sure you can figure it out. Tip number six. Oh, this is one that kind of annoys me too. It annoys me because my wife doesn't do it, and I keep, I keep telling her to do it. Use turn signals. Do you know what turn signals are, folks? Let's see if we can, let's see if we can talk through this. How do you turn left on a bike? It's kind of an easy one. You use your left arm and you point it out straight out there. 
Make it nice and big. How do you turn right? Turning right, there's one of two ways, really. First way is you can use your left arm, and you can basically put it in the shape of a 90-degree L shape, right? And you put that up nice and high. And so what you're telling the people behind you is that you're making a right-hand turn. So left arm is out, kind of like you're flexing, like uh, you're, you're flexing your bicep, except your palm could just be, you know, flattened out. The second way you can signal that you're making a right-hand turn is you can use your right arm and just as much as you would just extend out your left arm when you're making a left-hand turn, you just extend out your right arm that you're making a right-handed turn. If you want to stop, it's the opposite of a right-hand turn if you're using your left arm. You're basically inverting your 90-degree arm so that your hand is pointed down. So that's the signal for stop. Use those turn signals when you bike. Last tip. Another common sense one, fairly common sense. Do not bike under the influence. Now that's just a tip, because let's be honest here. One of the reasons why I did get an e-bike was because if I want to go to the local watering hole, I would much rather be on my e-bike than in a car. And that's one of the reasons why I got it. As a matter of fact, I think one of the coolest things I ever heard about was someone going wine tasting and using their bikes instead. I've heard about that actually years ago. I don't know, you know, e-bikes weren't even popular back then, but I always thought that sounds like the coolest thing to do. But regardless, you shouldn't do it. Don't do it. Do not bike under the influence. Okay, business class listeners, I hope that was helpful to you. I think it's very much needed some articulation on what are the rules of the road and what is e-bike etiquette. And I hope that you will practice this stuff. I hope you will pass this knowledge on to your kids if you're getting them a bike. And if you have questions about my bike or some of the things that I've encountered, or if you have other tips, please share them with me. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Wisco Weekly. As we end every episode, cheers, brost, lachaim, kipis, nastravi, salut, kampai, mabruk, dutsin, skambe, yamas, nastrovie, vo salute, and saudi to the customer experience. Business class listeners, thanks for tuning into this episode of Wisco Weekly. If you enjoyed the show, please do provide Wisco Weekly a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. I'll be here again next week. Thank you.